Hey everybody, welcome to Sound of Sanity. You are now listening to the Sound of Sanity. The sound will continue for the duration of this program. And this is our third coronavirus episode this week, Jake. Yay! Yay. <laughs> we just, we love talking coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, it's my it's my favorite topic. It certainly is the one that we've been talking about, and I think some other people might be interested in it too. Forcibly interested. For yeah, it's not really my favorite topic. I'd rather talk about Disney princesses, but <laughs> yay, <laughs> Disney princesses! So do all who live to see such times. <laughs> that is not for them to choose. <laughs> How many times all is that quote going to get bandied about? Do with the time that's been given you, Nathan. Well, okay. So speaking of which, Jake, this episode is entitled "Hope and the Coronavirus" or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. But first, we should say, apropos of hope. We are really fiddling on the Titanic that's called Warhorn Media right now. <laughs> it's going down. It's going down. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time. This is the dance band on the Titanic. Sing near my God to thee. I don't know if anybody knows that old Harry Chapin song. It's kind of fun. Anyway, yeah, we are. Turns out when times get tough like this, uh, one of the first things people cut is their charitable uh, non-essential charitable giving non-essential charitable giving yeah which i think for almost everyone we fall under that category Yeah, we're not your church we know that we're mm-hmm. not trying to be it we tell you all the time not to treat us that way and you are and that's because times have gotten hard for you some of you many of you have lost your jobs um, or at least temporarily been put out of work or you're just scraping trying to take care of your employees if you're a business owner Make sure you can keep the lights on, all that sort of thing. Make sure you can keep paying your mortgage, your rent, your utilities. And so Jake is here to tell you, shut off the lights, make your employees work in the dark, <laughs> cast your children out to fend for themselves, and give money to Warhorn Media, right? So that we don't have to cast our children out. <laughs> or, or podcast in the dark. <laughs> um, no, take care of you, you and yours and your company. I mean, we understand completely. Yeah, it's okay, guys. We get it. But if there are people out there listening who have means to help us keep the lights on, we are calling on you. Please help us keep the lights on. Here's the reality of the situation we're facing. We are barely going to be able to make April payroll. And when May comes, we are going to hit about a $3,000 deficit. So for May payroll, we need to make up $3,000. And we have lost a significant amount of income. And it looks like right now we're running at about a $4,500 a month deficit. Like Nathan said, we're going to keep fiddling Mm -hmm. um, on the deck. Until we drown. (laughs) (laughs) And and beyond. We'll Mm -hmm. we'll fiddle in the lifeboats too. Yeah, absolutely. We'll fiddle on that that door that Jack had to let go of for some reason. Mm -hmm. We're not going to let go. We'll hang on. We'll we'll be the opposite of Jack. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be like Rose. We'll we'll never let go. Yeah, we'll shove Jack off. Yeah, that's what we have to do. Goodbye, Goodbye, Jack. Bye, Jack. So, so that we can keep fiddling. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're here. We're here. We um, intend to stay by God's grace. But it is Nathan's full-time income. It's half of my family's income. It's part of the income of uh, Jody Killingsworth and Phil Moyer and Joseph Bailey and Alex McNeely, who are all pastors serving either here in Bloomington or in Cincinnati. It's part of how we make it all work. It's not like cream on the top either for us. It's... That's an essential part of all our incomes. So, um, I might have to fire my pool boy. You might have to fire your pool boy. 
poor Manuel. Poor Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody has $3,000 that they're not using. Can at least extend us another month. Uh, can we talk about, uh, we are putting together, we had actually some fundraising things that we were working on before all this happened. Yeah. That you should see hit, don't have all the details right now, but you should see this hit early next week. We've got an aesthetics series. Yeah, it, that was a lot of fun to make. And it's just going to be, it, it's uh, conversations between me and Nathan and uh, various people about aesthetics and so it'd be aesthetics and music with Jody Killingsworth, aesthetics and literature with Brandon Chastine. Yeah, you can think of it as like the uh, Warhorn Media Foundation for Aesthetics. Foundation for Biblical Aesthetics. So yeah. we talk, so we talk about literature with Brandon, music with Jody, uh, cinema with with us. Uh, just kind of talk through those things. It'll be like three to four hours altogether of conversation on aesthetics, and we're going to be offering that as some kind of a incentive, incentive. To, to give and help us keep the lights on. So that'll be coming, and um, anybody that opens, jumps in right this jumps second. in right now, as soon as we get that packaged up and ready to go, it's yours. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully that we'll have it ready to go next week. We're also doing something that I think is going to be a whole lot of fun and make a whole lot of people happy, mm-hmm. if only for a limited time. Right. It, can, can I say it? Or yeah, do you no, please. It, it only took an international pandemic <laughs> to bring <laughs> to about- finally get you- <laughs> The Chip and Lance Fun Kids Time Show. Mm-hmm. Dropping daily. Dropping daily. It's, it's not going to be long. It'll be like five minutes an episode or something yeah, like five, that. Five, ten minutes. But, it, but it'll be Chip and Lance teaching the... Chip and Lance, guys, I don't know what your exact situation is, but basically Chip and Lance are quarantined together right now. Mm-hmm. Lance is going a little crazy. Yeah. Trying to teach Chip some lessons. Some of those lessons have to do with, you know, why exactly Chip needs to start washing his hands for the first time in his life. Mm -hmm. Some of those lessons have to do with why Chip should trust God in difficult times. Mm -hmm. And so we're really excited about it. And we think it's just going to be a a blast to flip on with your kids for about five to 10 minutes a day. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll be coming as quickly as it can next week. It'll be dropping sometime. We're... Full we're steam hoping, ahead. Yeah, we're hoping to to Nathan's been working diligently on those scripts all day today, and we're hoping to get those recorded as soon as possible. Yeah, we'll Lord willing, batch some this weekend and be able to release start releasing them sometime next week. I got about let's see, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eleven. I got eleven ideas on the board over there that mm-hmm. I put up. Yep, and I've been uh, working on filling those out today and coming up with some fun stuff. Chip and Lance, I don't even know what it'll be called, but it'll it'll come out what, on- What did I call it? I call it some dumb Disney show or something like that. The Chip and Lance awesome fun kids time show or yeah. something like that. Basically, that's, that's what basically that, that sums be. it up, whether whether it's called that or not. Yeah. That's a little old yeah. for a shtick. We're a little more creative than that. We are a little more creative than that. Just not a, much more. Not much more. <laughs> just, just a tad. <laughs> we can go one more degree of somewhere to look for an inspiration. Okay. So here's what I want to talk about today. This episode's called Coronavirus Silver Linings. And that might seem like an interesting title, maybe. Yeah, I think uh, it's interesting. What does hope look like during something like this? First thing it it doesn't look like is deni- uh, living in denial about mm-hmm. the realities that we're facing. And so we just told everybody, hey, we are actually legitimately looking at the possible loss of our livelihoods, just like we know lots of listeners are looking at the loss of their livelihoods. My stepmom took a pay cut. My mom lost her job. Lots of other people out there listening 
which by the way, can we just say we've also been just at the most opportune moment decided to start fundraising for for going to plant a church in Evansville. And that right? was and so supposed I, to be Jake's full time salary starting in uh, June. 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 So I I had you know, a month or two ago, you know, I'd said to to the budget committee of our church putting together the new budget, which our budget cycle starts in ends in May and starts in June. I said, look, I'm gonna I'll raise support for Evansville. You can take me out of the church budget because the church is facing its own other financial hardships going into all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can take me out of the church budget. It's on me. I'm going to raise the money. If I can't raise the money, I'll get a job. It'll be okay, whatever. But I, I'm going to try to raise the money. So this coronavirus stuff hits and it's like, well, people are holding on. You know, they, they're, They've lost money. They've, they're losing their jobs. They're holding on to what they have. They're not ready to, to, mm-hmm. to give to, to something like this just yet. And I'm not even able to go visit with people and talk to them and, and pitch the church plant, what we're doing and why, and why they should support it or be a part of it. Like I'm, I'm stuck and, you know, Nathan and Meredith, were going to come and Ben and Megan are going to come and I'm, I'm trying to get my house ready to sell, but can I even sell my house? Like, mm-hmm. what's that going to look like? How, how am I going to be able to pull all of this together? I have no idea how any of it's going to work. Everything is up in the air. So just to be clear, Jake ain't looking at potentially losing half of his livelihood with Warhorn. He's potentially looking at losing everything, losing everything. Yeah. This could all just go away by June. So if we need credentials as uh, two guys that want to face the reality, but also talk about hope and God, well, we are both looking to lose everything. We're, yeah. We are both on the cusp of losing our livelihoods. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think that's actually going to happen. Yeah. a lot of And a lot of people have it a lot worse. A lot of people have it a lot worse. So far, none of our loved ones have been threatened with sickness or death. None of our loved ones. None of our loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. Although the realities there are frightening. They are frightening. Mm -hmm. A a lot of people love us. I know a lot and God loves us and is going to take care of us. I'm just waiting to see what, what he does on the front of providing for our families. Been in tight places before. Yeah. And he's always come through. I don't even understand how we've gotten through what we've gotten through. Like as a family, my wife and I, we lived on 15 to $20,000 for like three years of pastor's college. I don't even understand how it's possible looking back on it. I I, I don't think, I mean, that is just God. I I I, don't think no, no shame in saying that. Yeah. It's, just God providing for us, always providing for us and making sure we had everything that we needed. And that's always been true. Wife, seven kids. And you know what? A lot of people have it worse than that, but that's well, still- A lot of people have lost their jobs or their livelihoods already. A lot of people, yeah. Yeah. That's still just like, how does God provide for us on on that? I don't know, but mm-hmm. he does. And so, okay, now that that may be going away. All right, well- Interesting times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then the the scary reality of, you know, your mom. Mm-hmm. My grandma's about to turn 90. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, he's diabetic and he's got uh, respiratory issues from being born premature. So uh, to, to bring it all back uh, and close the loop here, having hope doesn't mean denying any of that. Right. Nor does it mean having a presumptuous expectation that, God will preserve our jobs, that he won't allow the people that we love to die or to get sick 
or to suffer. Everything's going to be the way it was and it's all going to return to normal and nobody that we love is going to die and all of our livelihoods are going to be protected and preserved. doesn't mean any of that. So that's what hope doesn't mean. What does hope mean? Okay, look, we came to this studio today. It is backed up right up to a floodplain. And I made a dumb little Instagram video about it and mm-hmm. it was kind of dumb and cheesy. It was a good Instagram video, Jake. Thank you, Nathan. I appreciate your affirmation. So it's floodplain, right? Mm-hmm. So when we get a lot of rain, suddenly there's a lake out of nowhere behind the studio. And, you know, God destroyed the world once in a flood and he promised never again by water and he set his bow in the clouds. The fact is, People the world over have been through very difficult times before, but never without God's mercy prevailing in the end. And since the flood, there's never been anything so severe. Plagues have come. They've wiped out a lot of people. They've taken away loved ones. We've had depressions and crashes and famines. Hard times come on every generation, more or less, one way or another. Precious few generations get past that. But in the end, God always cares for his people. He always takes care of them. He always gives them everything they need, even in the midst of death and suffering and pain. You know, when everything else is taken away, he's enough for us. And so, yeah, the job situation, your job situation, it it may be gone. It may be collapsing. It may go away. God will be enough for you and God will take care of you and your children and you'll find a way. Um, well, and I think the point I want to emphasize is a lot of people say, God will be enough for you, but be warmed and filled. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. But but I think a lot of people just, I think what I'm tempted to say is God will be enough for me, which means in some pie in the sky, by and by sort of a way, I can ultimately look forward to something that looks like joy or contentment or happiness. But what I can't do is ever presume to expect joy in the Lord now. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not God will be enough for me. It's God actually really will be enough for me. And the times that I've suffered the most in my life, I mean, with physical ailments, with spiritual depression, with things like that, are the times where sometimes God's withdrawn his presence, but then he's come and been very close and been very tender. And it actually has been enough. Like it's actually, it's felt good. I mean, I, I hear people talk like this sometimes and I always kind of raise an eyebrow, but it's true. I can I can testify to this in my life. It's like sometimes you miss the discipline. You miss the suffering right. when it's gone because it's like God really was there for me and he was the only thing I had. And, it, and was, I felt it. And it was awesome. Yeah. Actually. And it's not that it didn't hurt. It's not that it didn't, it's not that it wasn't no, painful. It's, it's not that you he- didn't desperately want out of it, but. It's just what Hebrews says. No, no discipline is pleasant in the moment. But mm-hmm. it's the proof of our sonship, right? Yeah, and there's something glorious about that. Yeah, it's, hey, he cares. He cares enough to discipline us. And in the midst of that suffering, in our very small, pathetic way, we share in the sufferings of our Savior. Mm-hmm. Um, and the communion with God's always sweeter in those times. And it's not really something to wish for, not the suffering in and of itself, no, we're but not, the, we're but not the nearness it, with but... God is, mm-hmm. and if that's what it takes, that's what it takes, and that's okay. And in the meantime, we obey Jesus's words to not worry about tomorrow. It'll worry about itself to consider the birds of the air and the lilies of the field. Trust he's going to provide for us absolutely everything we need, and he's mindful of all of it, not just 
our inner spiritual life, but clothes and food. And sure, we may go hungry. We may have to tighten the belt on the budget because, you know, we're not able to get out and work because of this virus. God sees, God knows. And He's God numbered cares. the hairs on our head and he cares. Well, I think I, you know, I didn't have a good relationship with my earthly father. So when God disciplines me, I am so tempted. And I know a lot of people are too, to think discipline is not what this is. This is him capriciously being a Greek God and yeah, just God actually with you. He's toying with me or he's punishing me because I deserve it even. I mean, that'd be the slightly better spin, but still faithless spin on it. God just wants to break me. And actually I deserve to be broken. True. You do deserve to be broken. And yet God is a father who's mindful that we're just, but dust. And he's tender and compassionate towards us. He, he knows our frame. He yes. knows what we are. And while we and all we, experience the pain of God's discipline, we can know that he's not going to discipline us beyond what, what we can take, what we need, what will be good for us. And right now, what does that discipline look like? Well, it looks like we spend a little bit more time with our families every day. Oh, darn. <laughs> we have, we're forced to have dinner together as a family every day. Gotta get, do those devotions again. Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, no more baseball, no more extracurricular programs at school, no more, you know, we just, us as families getting to know each other and learning to love each other in ways that, you know, might just end up paying off. Well, and we are so blessed in America. Like, I mean, honestly, if I can be a little crass for a second, Oh, darn. I've not had to do this, folks, but just to give this example. Oh, darn. I have to turn on my running water to take a shower (laughs) because I I ran out of toilet paper. You know? (laughs) Oh, darn. I have to turn a knob that draws water from the earth and (laughs) (laughs) cleanses my body. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's like we can go without a little bit of the... The massive amount of stuff <laughs> that we have. We'll be okay. Oh, Previous darn. generations have managed to survive. I got to go to the gas station and get some beef jerky because uh, they didn't have bread at the store. You know, I mean, people have <laughs> made do and been very happy yep. with a lot less. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just my personal. The Bible says it and that ought to be good enough. And it is good enough. And God writes it on our hearts. But also... It's just my experience, just my anecdotal experience, folks, that God is always so merciful. He is always so merciful in the midst of our suffering, in the midst of our discipline. He is kind and he reveals himself. And I'm just always shocked by the fact that he doesn't destroy me when these things happen, that I'm constantly surprised by the abundance of good things Mm -hmm. that he gives me. Yep. And that's our God. That's our God. And People have to remember that. We have to remember that right now. Our father is the father that took his son, the king of glory, and put him down in a barn and made a star Mm. to signal his birth. And I mean, what extravagance. That is that the glory of that, you know, the end of that Romans 8 passage. God's given us so much in Jesus. What would... What exactly are you afraid he's going to withhold from you? What can what can stand up against what he's done? Nothing. And if you did lose job, wife, husband, parent, 
Child. Child, food, you lose those things and you still have God. He actually is your strength. Mm-hmm. And, and, and not just because, well, if I play the game right, everything will finally be good later, you know, yep. by and by. But because he is your strength right now, if you're one of your, his children. Yep. So we have to. The have, Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Shall we not receive good from the, God's hand and not evil also, ill also? Mm-hmm. Also, Learn the lesson of Job. Good book to be reading right now. <sighs> All right. Well, there's our little, our little treatise. There's our little treatise on hope in. Silver the, linings. The midst of. The coronavirus, yes. The silver linings. Me and Jake's silver linings playbook. (laughs) From us to you. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yay! All right. Shall we tell them what's on the docket? So, assuming I can get uh, Ben and Jake together this weekend. I think we already told them earlier. Yeah, but... But uh, let's tell again. Well, yeah. I want to recap, but then there's some other things I want to say, too. Okay. Um, So, to recap, Chip and Lance show... Chip and Lance show coming soon. Coming just as quickly down the pike as we can get it. It'll be sometime next week. I hope early. Yeah. But those things do, you know, we like have to write them and stuff. record them, record them and, them and edit, edit them, them and music and sound effects. And um, I have to edit all of Ben's stuff so that it's funny. Yeah. You know, that's not true. Ben's a very amusing <laughs> fellow. So there's that. There's this aesthetics series that's coming out sometime next week, which you'll be able to get for the low, low price of something somewhere. Yeah. And we'll let you know. <laughs> we'll let you know. And if you, if, figure it out. if you give right now, we will get it to you, by the way, as we said earlier, because yeah. we want you to have it. And we also want you to be, feel free to give right now if you're someone that God is blessed with the, the space in their life to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we could use it. And the other thing is next Tuesday, we'll be coming out with our regular Sound of Sanity episode. And that is going to be, have some uh, some quarantine tips yeah i wanted to call the episode quarantunities but jake wasn't too excited about (laughs) (laughs) about that (laughs) and i'm very amused even now by by the notion of calling it something awful (laughs) offending everyone (laughs) i just think it's a bad idea Uh, what can i say i just think it's a good idea to (laughs) do something terrible and stupid (laughs) it would amuse no one but me uh, so we'll be coming out with whatever the good, what's the good title for quarantunities? Maybe don't waste the quarantine. Is that what we decided to call it? Yeah. Anyway, it'll good. have some tips and tricks for things you can kind of, w- ways to think about, uh, how to handle the, the quarantine. And I think we might hear from our good friend, Erica Rosebloom. I'm yeah. sure she's got a positive spin on yeah, this whole she's thing. she's got something to say. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably some helpful tips for you moms out there. I'm sure it will be nothing but helpfulness oh yeah so all the helpfulness anyway we'll be back ben will be joining us chip and lance aesthetics cool stuff just around the river bend just around the river bend fond of saying his favorite movie is my favorite movie and my favorite song from my favorite movie (laughs) 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 i guess we'll get to talk about that one lord willing soon enough yeah the creek don't rise Mm, okay so we'll be back and thanks for joining us we love you Until next time, stay safe.